What's up, everybody? This is Thomas Bahamas, and we are here to talk Solana on Solana Weekly episode number 15. We've got a lot to talk about, and uh, I'll be straight with you. Not all of it's great, um, but I do want to give a shout out to all of you guys listening. I do appreciate you joining me as always, and uh, I want to get right into it. So it's first of all, it's raining here, so uh, we'll see if I can get this episode out in time. But um, as the rain is coming down now, we got to talk about how Solana went down. So um, the whole blockchain was out for almost a full day. Um, not good. I think it was 19 hours total. And the reason why it went out, it's not a bad reason, not a malicious attack or anything like that, right? So it was during a software upgrade. Um, you know, I can only imagine how complex and hard it is to actually upgrade a full blockchain. Um, but it seems like it was completed. The upgrade was completed. Um, all the validators upgraded and went live with it, but it seems like there was an issue with transactions finalizing when it was actually done. So it, it triggered a stop, uh, within the network to preserve the state of the blockchain. Um, so users couldn't make transactions on it, on the network anymore. Right. So blockchain was effectively down. Um, but the state of the blockchain was never lost. Right. So everything stayed the same. Um, and there were still transactions going back and forth, but it was just voting, um, voting messages were going. So it's still something like 200 transactions per second, which we should know is more than most other chains still, but, um, you know, it was, <laughs> I mean, it was, it was effectively down for all users for that full 19 hours. Um, they did end up fixing it and reverting that change back. Um, but this, I mean, takes a lot out of, you know, the whole narrative of Solana, right? So, you know, we haven't had an outage since October. We were cruising transaction per second. We're up. Um, and the worst part is it, it wasn't a bug or attack or anything like that. Um, it was an upgrade. So what I can tell from this is the devs are doing too much. Um, now it's, you know, it's tough, um, as always, you know, with Solana and the way that the devs are working, um, they are addressing the issue or this issue directly. Um, they're improving the test net and updating the processes for upgrading. Um, supposedly this update had actually already been simulated on test net without a problem. So there was already a process, but now they're beefing that up um, and fine tuning it more. So hopefully we don't see this again. Um, you know, this, this kind of is a big setback to kind of wrap up this part. Um, it's kind of always been, you know, I guess a little bit of a risk, like a low percentage risk that something like this would happen. You know, part of Solana's, you know, value proposition is they're going to move fast and break things. Um, you know, when I, f I thought we'd kind of move past this for now, there's always kind of a small chance of this happening. Um, when I first came to Solana from Ethereum, you know, this was an acceptable trade-off for me, right? I was on Ethereum and I'd bought an NFT 
and the NFT value was like 40 bucks and the transaction cost to buy it was 50 and to move it from one wallet to another costed some. So the transaction cost was kind of in the way of actually using the blockchain. And when I came to Solana, there was actually, a, I think, a um, an outage pretty early on when I was on there. And, you know, what happened was the transaction just didn't go through. So where the, you know, overuse on Ethereum pushes the cost of those transactions to be really high, um, Solana was doing the opposite of just not allowing you to send anything. So that was a valuable trade-off for me because I'd rather not pay and just not do the transaction. Um, you know, I don't know if that still really reigns true, but that was something in the beginning that kind of reigned, that clicked for me. Um, you know, but it, it, it still sucks. You know, that this isn't something we wanted. We'd gone, you know, so many months without anything like this. Um, but, you know, here we are. Um, you know, if we actually look at the market, the Solana price didn't really react to it. So it's sitting at, you know, just over $22, $22.24. Um, and, you know, I kind of was expecting the worst. You know, I was looking at lower support levels, was thinking like, are we, are we going to hit 17? Um, you know, how low can we go? And was, you know, you can't really make any good trades or swap to stables when the network's down. So, um, you know, I was kind of concerned about that, but it also kind of lends to um, being, you know, showing some strength with bad news, right? So, um, you know, I don't think news could get much worse than this, um, that the whole blockchain was down for a day, but, um, but it not affecting the price, I think is showing some strength. Um, I think we saw the sell off. I don't think people are, um, you know, I don't think people are dumping right away. Right. So I think that's a good sign. Um, you know, it, it did dip a little bit in regards to, uh, Solana over ETH, um, to 0.01352. Um, but ETH has just been outperforming the, you know, almost the entire market. Right. So it's been outperforming Bitcoin and it's been holding up really well. So, um, so we're dipping a little bit there, but not, not too bad. I mean, you know, for the network going down, I guess I keep calling it a network and should call it a blockchain more, but, um, you know, for Solana to stop for almost 20 hours and only dip, you know, 0.001, not a bad thing. Right. Um, yeah. So moving past that, I, I guess the biggest news that I want to cover is, uh, MonkDAO and Solana monkey business. So the, the drama continues. Um, there was a big proposal today for, um, you know, that Nam actually put forward. He's the CEO of MonkDAO. He put forward to actually transfer the SMB um, IP over to MonkDAO. And he offered, you know, $100,000 cash, a few monkeys, and to split royalties for the next three years. Um, and leave it up to the governance vote, right? So he did this directly, you know, in their DAO, so on their Realms uh, site. And I voted yes for it, but, um, you know, it seems like an overwhelming majority of 
the Hades Dow has voted no. Um, all of the whales, you know, kind of came down pretty hard on the proposal, um, saying that, you know, the SMB was actually bought for, you know, in the millions of dollars. And this is kind of a low ball offer um, where, you know, HGE, who actually bought it, he said, go, you know, offer to transfer it for free. And they proposed it and, you know, now it's getting pushed back. So we'll see if they negotiate anything out of it. Um, you know, I've seen Nam going back and forth on a different, uh, on the hate swap discord and monkey discord on Twitter. So, um, we'll see, you know, it's, it's kind of a, I don't know, it's kind of a big battle, right? So they own the asset that monk Dow is providing value for. So, um, they kind of need uh, MonkDAO in order to continue that, right? So you can see because there's been um, some pushback from some other whales in that hold a bunch of monkeys and they've been dumping a lot of their rares. So the you could look at the floor price going from 280 down to just under 200 now. Um, so that's people losing faith in the owners, right? And to be honest, Hade Swap hasn't, done anything for SMB, you know, their you know, previous owners, the previous devs didn't do anything and neither are they. So, so you could, you could say they're not doing much and, you know, now they're just trying to negotiate. Um, you know, I'm seeing numbers like $2 million. I'm seeing, you know, potential rev share on future collections. Um, I'm seeing a lot of back and forth and, I don't know. I mean, I think it's going to come to the point where they're just going to have to walk away or, or maybe not, maybe a deal will be struck. Um, it's weird to see this all done, you know, through decentralized voting. Um, but it's, yeah, I mean, it, it is interesting. Um, but it also kind of highlights how, you know, how these systems can be kind of manipulated and the, uh, you know, kind of my favorite character in this whole story is Lollipop. So Lieutenant Lollipop's back, you know, the guy that burned um, a few SMBs. He burned his profile picture and uh, he's in the middle of this. So he's, he's proving the value of governance tokens. Um, he, <laughs> I thought he was a madman. He, he dropped about $100,000 on Hades tokens. Um, is down significantly. I, I don't know the actual value anymore. I think it's like under 70, but um, he owns over, I think, I think it's around half of all circulating tokens or maybe more. Um, so, you know, Hades tokens are released um, through staking the ABCs. And right now it's a really low float, so low circulating supply. And um, so it's hard to actually get them. You, I don't think you could actually get a majority on some of these votes because he owns so many. So he just like put himself in the middle of this, set himself up perfectly for, um, you know, these type of votes and it's, it's hilarious, but it's also, you know, kind of screwed up. Um, cause I mean, it's funny too, cause he's a monkey, right? He's in monk Dow. He was voted to be on the board. Um, but he's also, you know, he, he voted against this proposal. And once he put the weight of his votes behind it, we couldn't overcome it. Um, 
so yeah, he, he, I mean, he's technically in charge of this boat and he decides the future of the IP of the solid monkey business. So, um, so we'll see how it goes. I mean, he's, I don't know how the negotiations are going to go. Um, but this proposal definitely didn't pass. Um, you know, monkey doubt does have, you know, they've, they've got other things lined up, right. You know, they have the potential to raise money to, you know, do a buyout if that is on the table. Um, but they also have another collection, you know, the OMC collection, original monkey, um, collection and they also have a monkey token that they can drop so i mean i mean there's also the entangling that they could do too right so part of me kind of thinks well all right well they're not necessarily going to negotiate this then you know the asset they own is going to go down in price right so um you know how far will that bleed we'll see i mean they could they could current monk dao entangle their monkeys so that only you know, monkeys on a certain smart contract can join their DAO and gain the value. Yeah. You know, can they do that and then drop a separate collection? Yeah. So, um, so I don't know. I don't know what the good option is probably somewhere in the middle of all of these. Um, but you know, Hades, Hades, Hades or Hades kind of has a lot to lose in this too. Right. I mean, they were given, the SMB IP from HGE and uh, they control it. It's, you know, decentralized, it's in a DAO. Um, HGE doesn't even control it anymore, right? So um, it's probably some of his buddies that do, or they at least respect him enough to um, demand, you know, an equal value for it. Um, but, you know, if, if they're the reason that they, you know, they get in the way of a deal being done, I would imagine they fumble the bag and this drops, right? There's no, I mean, yeah, Solana Monkey Business is one of the earliest projects, but, um, you know, holding one has value because you're dealing with, you know, a lot of the builders in the, in the ecosystem, you're dealing with, you know, some of the highest performers, um, in Solana and they're working for the Monk DAO. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a lot of drama. I mean, between that and Solana going down, I mean, that's mainly what, what's, what's had my attention and probably what everybody's has. I mean, you, you know, to see a DAO become just as valuable or more valuable than an actual NFT, I think is kind of impressive, right? So you know, the bargaining power that they have just from doing what they do is, is a lot, uh, substantial. So, um, so I'm, I'm watching this closely, you know, I've, I've got a monkey, I've got a bag, um, and it's, it's fun to debate, you know, it's, it's interesting to see the different takes, uh, from different people from different backgrounds, right. You know, I mean, you probably have some 15 year olds in this chat, you know, saying nuke it all, you know, do the nuclear option, do this, do that. But you also see, you know, people I've worked in TradFi for 25 years and I think we can come together on a good faith negotiation, you know, so you see, you see both sides of this and it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, it's fun, but, uh, 
we'll see. Um, you know, I, I actually did buy some hates tokens to vote on proposals and, you know, in the, you know, in the case that we do need to acquire a bunch of tokens, um, the value is probably going to go up. So not, not the worst play. I'm up a little bit. Um, but I mean, in, to look at the market overall, other than that, I mean, the other tokens aren't really moving too much. I think Soul DeFi is going to kind of take a hit from this outage um, as far as kind of losing faith in the protocol. And, you know, when the network is down, you can get liquidated very easily, right? So let's say Solana did, uh, I don't I don't know why it didn't, the price didn't actually go down after. I would imagine there was probably some shorts um, out there that got stopped. Um, but if Solana went from 20 to $15, you know, that's a large percentage. And if you do have any Solana tied up in DeFi protocols, you could get liquidated pretty easily. Um, so, I mean, people do loans to value that are way too high, I think in general. So a move like that would wipe a lot of people out. Um, and I know that, you know, as far as protocols, I, I saw that Sharky was kind of scrambling. Um, they were waiting until Solana came back up online in order to stall their liquidations. Um, I think they were able to save most. I don't, I didn't see, you know, too many complaints of people being liquidated early. Um, so that's a good thing. And I mean, values on NFTs have been going down and I know that a bunch of SMBs have been getting liquidated lately, but, um, but that's a separate problem, right? I mean, that's just the value of the NFT going down. That's not, um, you know, the network going down and you not being able to pay back a loan. Um, where that's a fundamental, you know, you need to have that dependency in order to properly use DeFi. Um, so until they, until they fix that, until they get things going, until Firedancer comes up with a second client, um, I don't think we're going to see Solana DeFi come back that much. Um, I'd like it to, and, um, you know, it'd be big if it could, but that's, that's my mindset on that. Um, I have been seeing some more talk of bonk season two. I'd love to see it. I'd want to talk about it again and rant and rave about it, but I still don't think they're ready for it yet. I think they have to figure out the airdrops to the collections and somehow refund people on this bonks NFT. Uh, it's down to 0.5. You know, I think it, I think you minted something like 10 or 12 soul. So anybody that's still holding is down horrendously. Um, so that needs to be fixed, needs to be addressed. Um, and until it is, I don't see it going crazy. Um, I just don't, but, but you never know. We never know. It'd be nice. Um, and as far as other NFTs, I mean, nothing has really been that interesting, you know, to, to be straight. Um, you know, Lily, uh, has been showing some strength and cozy, the caller had a good shill saying he sweeps some, um, but I actually really liked his reasoning. Um, he thinks they're uniquely positioned to do well, uh, within the Solana ecosystem, um, uh, right. So D gods and youths are leaving. We need a good PFP for the ecosystem. Um, his criteria for why he thinks that they're going to be, uh, a pretty strong contender to fill that is they're, I mean, it's great art. So easily PFP able, 
Um, it's in the single digits right now. So it's, it's pumped up to about seven, 7.2. Um, and it's a known individual founder behind it, right? So uh, Bungeel's been behind uh, the Lotus Gang and he's been in Solana NFTs ever since the start. He just did a huge talk at uh, one of the hacker houses in Australia. Um, he had a mask on and he wore all black and he wore big boots like Kanye West. Uh, but I mean, he's hilarious on Twitter. He's a great founder. The art is great. I mean, I, I'm behind it. I bought another one. Um, and I mean, he's, I mean, he's everything you'd want in an NFT founder and he's been making a big splash on Twitter. I've been seeing lilies all over. Um, so I, I would imagine that they will, you know, continue to rise. Um, and I hope they do. So, um, my, and, you know, actually along, along the lines of that, with the criteria that he laid out, I think that he's, he laid a good groundwork. And I think that there's some other, uh, collections that would kind of fall in those lines. So, um, I think the degenerate trash pandas, the DTP, I think that they fall along those lines. They, they have uh, what Pit the Panda. I think he's an ex Solana dev. They have a ton of like software options that you can upgrade your NFT. Um, and I think that a lot of that you have to pay for each time you upgrade, um, and that goes into the treasury. So it's it's kind of a money money maker. Um, and I mean the trash pandas are great. They're they're cute. They're good. They're good PFP. Um, I also think that critters fall under this. Um, you know, maybe not necessarily the most PFP people for everyone, but for the, all the nerds out there, hundred uh, percent. I like love the critters. Um, RGB is the founder. He's like, you know, top couple pixel artists on Solana. Um, look at his individual um, one of ones, and I mean they go for hundreds, so hundreds of soul. Um, and those price, that price of them are down like three point something. So looking into them. Um, and then also I think dandies falls along those lines as well. Um, you know, neither of these have like as outspoken of founders as, uh, Lily. So that's why probably Lily's a little bit better of, um, better positioned than them. Um, but dandies has a gentle monk, cute bears, um, and the price of those has fallen down too. So, I mean, it's, and you know, the NFT market right now in general is not that hot. Um, so I'm watching these. Um, none of them have shown as much strength as Lily. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's it's kind of the takeaway that I have for most NFTs. Uh, as far as upcoming NFTs, Mad Lads uh, released their uh, Mad List, so their whitelist in their wallet backpack. Um, mine is erroring, so I, I have not claimed mine. But I'm confident that we're going to work it out. And uh, I'm still super bullish. I think the wallet's fantastic. Um, and I think, you know, my issue will get resolved pretty quickly. I've got a ticket open with them. And they're, you know, some couple of really smart guys helping me out. Um, also, I just love it. I love the Mad Lads. I'm all for it. Um, they put out a one-on-one for Anatoly. And it looks sick. Um, so I think... The art's good, but I'm also really curious to see 
what they build out and what the X NFT of their NFT is going to be, right? So an executable NFT. So it's going to be kind of like, you know, something you can open in the wallet and we can see something behind. I don't know what it's going to be. Um, they haven't released any details as far as that goes, but it's going to be something that they're going to be demoing basically the capabilities of their wallet and kind of what they've been building. So it's pretty exciting. Um, so we'll, we'll see that. And then, um, yeah, in addition to that, uh, so Backpack is actually up and running. So any invite code out there will actually get you an account now. So you can start testing out the wallet. Um, uh, worth checking out. It's great. It's easy. Um, and we all like competition. You know, Phantom Wallet's the standard. Um, we'll see how this fares against it. But, you know, there's nothing wrong with diversifying on that front. Um yeah, I mean that's that's mostly what I have, you know. I think I think kind of the focus of, you know, what I'm seeing based on the communication styles from um, what happened with the outage, is, I mean, it's too technical. Um, you know, all of these different people are, you know, they don't necessarily know what's going on. They want to be technical. They say words, and. I think who loses out on this is the users. So um, the people that are out there that are using the blockchain, um, they need simple, clear communication. Um, you know, everyone always talks about we're bringing the next billion users on, but you're not going to with the current communication style. Um, so that's something that I'm going to try to be more mindful on is to you know, appeal to everyone, you know, it's, you know, if you can't explain these protocols in an easy way, then, you know, maybe you don't fully understand it. Or, you know, if your understanding is a, a highly technical one and you're only explaining it to other technical people, that's not getting you anywhere. That's not mass adoption. Um, you know, we, we want to remove that as much as possible. So that's something that I want to do. Um, I'm going to try to, you know, ex explain it like I'm five on, on things if I can. Um, and you know, I, with a network outage, I mean, it was an upgrade gone wrong. Right. Um, and a network, an upgrade gone wrong that shouldn't happen again based on upgraded protocols. So, I mean, keep it simple. Um, and hopefully we don't see that again. But uh, definitely appreciate you guys listening in. Um, you know, we're still here. We're still up. And uh, we got, got some good things coming in the future. And uh, we'll hope to have an upgrade update on this, uh, this Solana Monkey business, ho hopefully soon. Uh, but, you know, it's kind, of, it's kind of like watching a movie unfold in real time. So um, get out the popcorn. Enjoy. And everyone, have a good rest of the week. All right.